Vineyard Westside welcomes everyone. It doesn't matter where you've been or what you've done. Come as you are, because we believe that love wins, period. All right, all right. Well, we're going to jump into this thing. Before I get into the message, one big, big, big deal, and I'll try to mention this at the end again, but our recovery group that we have here at Vineyard Westside, um, it's been just doing incredible work over these last few years. They have gone through uh, multiple different um, kind of on-ramp points where it would be a great opportunity for you to start. They are beginning a new session tomorrow, and even if you were to miss the first one, it doesn't really matter, but they have books out there, The Life Recovery Journey. There's a plan for um, running through the 12-step process together and figuring out how does Jesus have anything to do with those 12 steps. Are the 12 steps for you? Do you have to be an active addict? Do you have to be someone who is uh, currently struggling? No, the 12 steps are hugely beneficial to really anybody. And so even if you don't have an active addiction going on or something like that, we are going to be a place that continues to say um, the 12 steps are great for anyone to experience. So more information in the lobby about that. If you want to get info, we're going we're gonna to get rocking though, okay? I'm trying to figure out how to do this. I'm going to turn around. I'm going to, all right? Yes. Does anybody have a rotating like, platform with you? No? All right. Well, we're going to do our best then. It's New Year's. It's New Year's. You guys excited? Is anybody actually excited about today? I am. I really am. I really am. Um, and I feel like I'm not blowing smoke to myself. And I'm not going to blow smoke to you. It's going to be a good year. 2022, here we come. The thing I'm always reminded of at the beginning of every year is uh, what it takes to make an awesome experience happen, what it takes to make a great life happen, that even in the midst of bad things going on, even in the midst of maybe you have friends, family, co-workers, people, you know, whatever, people in your apartment building, people on your street who are going crazy, their hair's on fire, their pets' heads are falling off, and yet you, and yet you, and yet you can dominate. You can, you can experience um, life to the full, and you don't have to, uh, you don't have to sign up for the same for the same thing that everybody else has got going on. One of the things I think about every year at the beginning is a guy named John Goddard. I've talked about John Goddard um, several times here, but he's most famous for a list that he created. John Goddard uh, was 15 years old when he decided that he was going to write down my life list. This was the first kind of bucket list that we know of. Uh, he wrote down, as a 15-year-old, 127 goals that he wanted to set out and give his life to completing, that this was going to be everything. This is going to be, my energy goes into these 127 things. 
Uh, he died when, uh, in 2013, and at that point he had completed 109, 109 of his items on his list. The thing about his list, though, any of you ever create a goals list? Like uh, j different goals, challenges, things that you want to, to accomplish? John Goddard's list was better than yours. It was better than mine. It was better than all of ours. He had 127 things on his list. He completed 109 of them. I'm just going to read you some of them, okay? Some of the things that he got done. Just think about some of the things that have been on your list. Any of you have like bucket list items that this was on the list and now you crossed it off? Like you've crossed some of those off. John Goddard. Explore the Nile River. Check the Amazon River. Check Congo River. Check Colorado River. Check the Rio Coco in Nicaragua. Check study primitive cultures in the Congo. Check study primitive cultures in New Guinea. Check Brazil. Check Borneo. Check the Sudan. Australia, Kenya, Philippines, Tanzania, Ethiopia, check, 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 Nigeria, check, Alaska, check. Climb these mountains. Mount Huscara in Peru, check. Kilimanjaro, check. Mount Kenya, check. Mount Ararat in Turkey, check. Mount Matterhorn, the, the Matterhorn, check. Mount Rainier, check. Mount Fuji, Mount Vesuvius, Mount Bromo, the Grand Tetons, Mount Baldy. Check, 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 a bunch of other ones. Study the Navajo and Hopi Indians and live among them. Check. Learn to fly a plane. Check. Ride a horse in the Rose Parade. Check. Iguacua Falls, Brazil, photograph it, check. Photograph Victoria Falls, check. Sutherland Falls, Yosemite, Nick, uh, Niagara Falls. Uh, retrace the travels of Marco Polo and Alexander the Great, check. Explore underwater coral reefs of Florida, check. Great Barrier Reef, check. The Red Sea, Fiji Islands, the Bahamas. Visit the Great Wall of China, check. North and South Poles, check, check. Visit Panama, check. Easter Island, Galapagos Island, Vatican City, Taj Mahal, Eiffel Tower, the Blue Grotto, the Tower of London, the Leaning Tower of Pisa, Sacred Well of Chichen Itza. Climb Ayers Rock in Australia. Swim in Lake Victoria, check. Lake Superior, check. Just goes on. Accomplish. Become an Eagle Scout. Check. Do you know how many checks are involved in that check? God, there's like 9,000 checks. Dive in a submarine. Check. Land on and take off from an aircraft carrier. Check. Fly in a blimp, a balloon, and a glider. Check. Ride an elephant. Check. Ride a camel. Ride an ostrich. Ride a Bronco. Check, check, check. Skin dive to 40 feet and be able to hold your breath for two and a half minutes. Check. Catch a 10-pound lobster and a 10-inch abalone. 
Check, check. Make a parachute jump. Check. Learn to type 50 words per minute. Check. Learn to play the flute and the violin. Check, check. Study native medicines. Check. Follow the John Muir Trail. Check. Go on a church mission trip. Check. Learn to fence. Check. Learn jujitsu. Check. Teach a college course. Watch a cremation ceremony take place. Explore the depths of the sea. What else? I mean, there's so many. It just keeps going. Any, any of note? Uh, study the dragon lizards on Komodo Island. Check. Uh, perform 200 sit-ups and 20 pull-ups. Check. Weigh 175 pounds. Stripped. Check. High jump, five feet. Check. Broad jump, 15 feet. Check. Write a book. Check. Build your own telescope, check. I mean, it just goes on, it 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 goes on. How is your list? How's your list? Oh, oh my gosh, there's more pages. Marry and have children. Check, 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 six kids. Learn to play polo, check. Visit a movie studio, check. Light a match with a 22 rifle, check. Learn to firewalk, check. Compose music, check. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Circumnavigate the globe, check, 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 check. He did it four times. This list, this list, this list. And so I think about this list. I always think about this list. And it, it leads me to... It leads me to question a lot of different things about my list, about the things that I... Um, have set out to do, the things that I've, I've even had goals to accomplish in my life. Because uh, really, uh, my New Year's resolution for 2022 is to finish up my stuff that I, for, that I didn't get to for 2021, which was the stuff that I should have been done with in 2020, because people, it's stuff that people would ask me to do in 2019. Um, and so I'm getting there with resolutions. But a lot of us don't make resolutions because uh, we know we won't stick to them. Um, I'm really bad about actually completing things. I'm really good at getting stuff to 73% accomplished, but the rest of it is tough. Here's the, the thing I want to talk about today. You will, never, you will never accomplish anything, let alone 127 Massive goals on a list. You'll never accomplish a life of meaning. Um, in John chapter 10, Jesus says, I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. If you want to have a life that is to the full, when I think of that, it's not just um, like, I don't know. You, you, I think you know if your life is lame or not. I think you do. <laughs> I think you know, like you just know, I know when my life is lame. Like when it's going, mm, this is not life to the full. And so what do you need to, what do you need? What do you need to be able to pull that off? My goal for this year, and I know it sounds kind of big, it sounds kind of ridiculous. I want to start dominating in more things. Um... I've gone through periods in my life where I've dominated things pretty hard. Um, I went after things hard. Uh, I gave myself fully to things where I could crash and burn. 
um, because something could go wrong. Uh, and I experienced incredible victories during it. And I had things that I was able to dominate in skill or um, in ability or just in, uh, you can dominate your marriage in a good way. You can dominate your friendships. You can dominate all these things in a good way. What do you need to start? Well, what is it that um, you, what have you been putting off, I guess? I'm trying to figure out how to approach this differently because um, this is one of the times in my life where I'm not heading into a new year going, I'm going to start doing this. I'm going to try to do this. I'm going to think about maybe um, I'm, I'm actually actively in the midst of victory and dominating certain things and winning, and I'm down 41 pounds, and I quit tobacco, and I got new teeth, and I can buy new clothes, and I don't have anything that fits in my house, and they're all falling off of me, and I'm jumping up and down like, none of my clothes fit. And I want to go to the gym. What the heck? What is that? Man, I never wanted to go to the gym in my life. What is going on? How does, what is going on? What do you need to, what have you been putting off? Are you wanting to get fit and healthy? Do you need a gym membership? Do you need a friend? Do you need, you know, it's working. The reason why I'm going is because my daughter's going with me. And she keeps saying, Dad, can we go to the gym today? Dad, can we, and she just keeps asking me. And that is called accountability. Um, she is a person who is now holding me accountable to becoming healthier. If you've ever thought about that idea, what does it mean to be held accountable? Or if you've had an accountability partner, I want to talk to you about something that maybe you haven't thought of before. What is accountability? Accountability is the... Um, it's, it's the, it has to do with numbers is what I'll say. It has to do with accounting, right? Accountability has to do with recording numbers, and it always has to do with recording numbers. Whatever you need to be held accountable in, I want you to start thinking about how do I bring numbers into this part of my life? Because numbers are the only way that you're held accountable. Um, when she says, do you want to go to the gym or not? If I say no, I'm 0 for 1. Accountability-wise, I just struck out. Number-wise, numerically, I'm 0 for 1. Next time she comes and asks, hey, remember last time you said you were going to go to the gym with me like this many times a week? Um, you said no last time. What about this time? Uh, I, really, I really don't, man, I can't do it this time either, buddy, I'm sorry. That's 0 for 2. As far, as far as accounting goes, my numbers suck, right? And so accountability has everything to do with um, if you're trying to stop doing something, you know, some people are struggling with addiction to pornography, and you're in that place right now where it's like, I just, huh, you're white knuckle. oh, I better not say that, never mind. You're trying to stay off of certain websites you shouldn't go to, reading certain things, whatever. And like, oh man, I haven't, 
I've heard, how many guys have I heard this from? Man, it's been, it's been, it's been four days and 16 minutes since I looked at porn last. That's good, though, because that's accountability. All of a sudden, I have a number. Let's make it five days. Let's make it six days. Let's keep adding to the number. Let's keep stacking those numbers up. And so you need accountability in some way. What's the thing that you've been putting off, getting in shape? Maybe you've been putting off um, you know, I talked, with, I talked with someone the other day, and they really, they, they said that their deepest desire is to be in a loving relationship with somebody, that they just, that's their deepest longing, um, but they haven't done anything to try to find someone. They're just waiting on their couch for this person to break into their apartment some of you are this person in this room right now like you want a relationship get on eHarmony I know I know more than 20 people in this room who are married because they met on eHarmony do you know that yes a bunch of you (laughs) do that Get on Christian Mingle. Get on Farmers Only. Just take a shower. Just something. Start somewhere. <laughs> what have you been putting off? What have you been longing for? Strong friendships? You know, uh, one of my close friends uh, recently went to, to church for the first time in years. And been asking her to come back again and again, didn't really know what was going on. She has been hesitant, but she walked in the door and worship was taking place and she was hit with this thing and she said, and she was just crying and said, I met all of the best people in my life in church and I have been away all this time, and I've been wondering why I'm surrounded by all these people who are not the best people. Maybe you're somebody who just wants to make, make a difference in other people's lives. Start serving. Some, you just gotta, you gotta start somewhere. And that's what we're talking about today, is just getting started. How do you start, how do you start dominating? You gotta start somewhere. You got to start somewhere. And so um, here, here's just even to get you thinking about it as far as the, the bucket list type stuff, the, um, the, this, is, this stuff is important. I've been doing way too many funerals lately, and sometimes they are rough. Sometimes they're rough because there's nobody at that funeral to say anything very good about the person that died. Sometimes that happens. And it's the saddest thing that I've ever seen because there's no legacy being left behind. There's no... You know, one of the things that was, was told to me as a prophetic vision when, when I was first starting to, to come into this stuff and... And I didn't understand really any of it, but somebody said, Ryan, you're going to 
you're going to plant a whole bunch of trees whose shade you will not sit under. You're going to plant a bunch of trees whose shade you're not going to sit under. You're going to do a bunch of work that's not going to benefit you. It's not going to be for you. It's going to be for your kids or for your kids' kids. This is legacy stuff that you're leaving behind. Like, what traditions are you setting up in your life? What kind of things are you starting that's going to alter the family lineage in your line? Um, how many of you would say, yes, we have some type of curse on our family? How many of you would say we have some kind of curse on our family? Like that we have a this, that he's just like his dad, just like his dad's dad, just like his, or I'm just like my mom and my mom's sister, or whatever it is that, man. Anyways, I'm going to run out of time. I got I to gotta crank. I want to look at Moses just for a minute, Moses in Hebrews chapter 11, if you're not familiar with the story of Moses, Moses was like many of us who, he really lived in his head a lot. This was a, several thousand years ago, and yet Moses was going through the same things, the same anxiety, the same mental weirdness that a lot of us do. It says this, Hebrews 11, by faith, Moses, when he had grown up, Refused to be known as the son of Pharaoh's daughter. So he was, he, was, he was the son of Pharaoh's daughter. And Pharaoh is the main guy in charge. He has all the money and all the power. And so uh, if Moses is the son of, of Pharaoh's daughter, then Moses is going to be in line to be given special treatment. Clout. Give me some of that nepotism. Right? But he says, no, I, I, I don't want that. By faith, Moses, when he grew up, refused to be known as the son of Pharaoh's daughter. He chose to be mistreated along with the people of God rather than to enjoy the fleeting pleasures of sin. He regarded disgrace for the sake of Christ as of greater value than the treasures of Egypt because he was looking ahead to his reward. And so uh, he was saying, this, this stuff doesn't really matter. This stuff that, a lot, that all these people are saying matters doesn't really matter. Moses is born in Egypt, but he wasn't an Egyptian. He was an Israelite. He's born during this period when the Israelites were slaves to the Egyptians. And Moses had a, a chance to make a choice, basically, and say, well, I can call myself an Egyptian and live a nice life, or... I can go with my gut, and I can, and I can be with my people, the people who, um, who I know are, are following the Lord. And so uh, the story of Moses is a story where um, it, I know we're, we're not going to have time today because of everything, but he, he ends up killing someone, getting caught, running away, hiding. Uh, he, he says that he's a foreigner in a foreign land. Everywhere he goes, he doesn't feel comfortable. Have you ever been that person where no matter where you go, you just don't feel comfortable? Even when you're, maybe you're in a group of friends, maybe you're with a group of people, family, whatever, but you still feel alone. Moses is the guy who always feels alone, even though he's got 
literally thousands of people all around him. And so feeling like a foreigner in a foreign land, struggling with his identity, God tells Moses during this lost period that he's struggling through that he needs to go and set his people free. Um, Go and set my people free. The Lord says to Moses, Moses says, are you freaking kidding me, Lord? I got nothing here. Have you seen what we're eating? It's just like this stuff that floats down. We got no carrots, no green beans. These people won't stop complaining that I'm with. They're super unhelpful. Thanks for that. And he just keeps going on and on and on and on and on. And the Lord says, you got everything that you need to start where you are. Start where you are. And that's the first thing. If you're, if you're somebody who wants to just figure out, how do, I, how do I dominate in 2022? Start where you are. Start where you are. I don't care where you are. Start where you are. I don't care where you are. It can be really, really bad places. Start, start there. Exodus chapter 3, it says, But Moses said to God, Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the Israelites out of Egypt? God said, I'll be with you. I'll be with you. What are you talking about? You, you got a mouse in your pocket? The we is me. The we is me. Start where you are. You have me with you. Um, he was trying to get Moses to that place of recognizing who was with him. Because who is with you matters, right? Who is with you matters. Um, we go on these trips to Big Creek and try to try to work on different projects in Kentucky, and it matters who's with you. Do you have a, a good construction person or not? Um, that, that's going to change how we feel going into a project. Are we comfortable or not? When I was growing up, I was a scrawny little kid that had a gigantic mouth. I know you can't believe that. And I got beat up a bunch of times. Um, I lived in a rough, a rough neighborhood, and Everybody wanted to fight, and everybody had something to prove, and everybody's life was a little bit worse than the other ones. And we got in fights all the time, and I was a little, a little scrawny kid, and every now and again, it did get scary. It did get to where I was over my head. It did get to where I shouldn't have said that damn thing. Why can't you just keep your mouth shut? But one time, uh, these kids came after me, and they were going to beat the ever-loving snot out of me. (laughs) And I was just going to have to deal with it. And all of a sudden, as they walked up to me, they stopped. And I remember, I was in, like, I was in my little tiny stance. I was about three feet tall, but I was like, hey, come on. Let's go. All of a sudden, they kind of backed up. And uh, I remember turning around like, what's going on? My friend Stan was there. One of my best friends was like six foot three. He was some kind of freak of nature who was huge. He was like an adult kid. He was a kid, but he was like he had a beard, kind of one of the, and Stan. Stan was my friend. And that's why I could be a mouthy little kid. Because I had Stan backing me up. Sometimes it doesn't matter where you are when, it, when you realize who you're with. 
Like, it doesn't matter where you are if you realize who you're with. It doesn't matter where you are if you realize who you're with. I can walk through the flames of hell with my wife because I'm with her, and we can handle hell together. I can walk through storms with all kinds of different people that are storm walkers because I know who I'm, I know who I'm with, and so we can get through it. I can walk through all kinds of things because the Lord is with me. So it doesn't matter where you are as much as who you're with. The second thing, you want to start dominating in 2022. The first one is start where you are. No matter where you are, start where you are. The second one is use what you have. Use what you have. Exodus 4, it says, Moses answered, what if they don't believe me or listen to me? And they say, the Lord did not appear to you. Then the Lord said to him, what is that in your hand? A staff, he replied. Moses had this staff just for his his daily work. It was given to him uh, for his work as a shepherd, a common thing, this stick. It was a stick, just that this thing so that he could do his, his sheep herding better, so that he could point at things, I guess, so that he could make a point and slam it on the ground. Listen to me! Gah, gah. So that he could hit the apartment ceiling if they're loud. Gah. Moses had this staff that was just an or, like an ordinary thing. Uh, but this thing that he had... Um, it's the only thing that he had. And so he said, well, this thing, it's the only thing I have. I'm going to try to use what I have. I'm going to try to use what I have. Um, we, uh, we did a lot of drag racing growing up. My family was way into drag racing. Anybody drag racers? Edgewater? Anybody? Oh, yeah. Anybody cut a 500 light on a pro Christmas tree? I can. Done it twice. Sorry. Anyways. One of the things we would always say, that, like it didn't matter if you, because none of us had any money, we just had junker vehicles that we stripped weight out of and put nitrous bottles on, figured out how to make, but we just said, run what you brung. You got to run what you brung, right? Man, this is what you're racing. Yeah, this is what I have. You got to run what you brung. You, you use what you have, right? You use what you have. Moses has a staff. It's a stick, really. But the Lord said, throw it on the ground. And Moses throws it on the ground, and it became a snake, and he ran from it. Then the Lord said to him, reach out your hand and take it by the tail. So Moses reached out, and he took hold of the snake, and it turned back into a staff in his hands. This, said the Lord, is so that they may believe that the Lord your God, the God of their fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has appeared to you. This is so they will believe. That staff that you got, you thought it was very normal. It's the only thing that you have. Well, believe it or not, that's going to be the very thing that causes them to believe. Uh, you run what you brung. You use, you use what you have. You use what you have. The third step to dominating 2022. Start where you are. You use what you have. And the third one is you do what you can. You do what you can. 
Is that profound? Is that huge? Is that life-changing? Hang, God, hang on. This is the one where you, I don't want you to be let off the hook. I want you to listen to me. I want you to hear me say this to you right now. You do what you can. You do what you can. You just do what you can with what you have. You be you and you let God be God. You take the next right step, whatever the next right step is. However big that step is. What about Bob? Baby steps to the kid, baby steps to the bo- baby steps to Dr. Leo Marvin. You. You do what you can. You take the next right step. You focus on step one and not all 28 of the steps. You don't have to figure them all out. You do what you can. You focus on the next right step. Moses said to the Lord, pardon your servant, Lord. I've never been eloquent, neither in the past nor since you've spoken to your servant. I'm slow of speech and tongue. And the Lord said to him, who gave human beings their mouths? Who makes them deaf or mute? Who gives them sight or makes them blind? Is it not I, the Lord? Now go, I'll help you speak and I'll teach you what to say. What God is saying to Moses right now is you need to go and do what you can. You need to do what you can with what you have. You be you and let me be me. Any of you um, have foster kids or any of you adopted children in the room? Anybody here? I have several friends who have uh, done a lot of fostering and adoption. And one of the things is like that gets laid on your heart, just this, this realization that there, there are orphans in the world. And for one thing, here, here's one of the things that I would lean hard on, and I, know I can get in trouble for it and whatever. I would say, as believers, you're not allowed to whine about abortion unless you are helping out with adoption and fostering. Okay? You're just, I mean, it's just one of those things. We can't be like, ah! But not care about those kids that are getting older and older and older and older. You can't just care about them when they're not born yet. And so that feeling will come in like, oh my gosh, I want to do something. But I mean, I can't save them all. Yeah, but you can save one. You can rescue one of them. Man, you can rescue one of them. Mother Teresa said if you can't feed 100 people, you could feed just one. You can make a difference with one. Hebrews 11 says, By faith, Moses, when he grew up, refused to be known as the son of Pharaoh's daughter. Because, it says further on, he was looking ahead to his reward. He wasn't wanting to get the thing that seemed like it was a good deal now. He was looking ahead to a future reward. This year, I want us to be a group of people who... Um, kind of lives outside of the, the reality of the people that we know. 
And I don't know how else to say that. If, if people that you know are going through uh, just rough times, that you would step to the side of it and go, okay, how do I, how do I help to make this better? How do I uh, start where I am with what I have and just do what I can? How do I do that? How do I do that? How do I dominate my experience of 2022. So I was talking with uh, one of my friends recently about just the things that he's been going through and how he's um, approaching life differently now that he's been in uh, recovery and all the things he's been learning through the 12-step process and just uh, just all this cool stuff that is going on. That God is just being faithful in handing out blessings and favor again and again and again with every step that, that they're faithful. And um, I wanted to invite him to share with you just about the plans that God has been giving him on dominating 2022. Craig, why don't you come up here? Power on that? Test that Hello. Is that on? I mean, I can talk loud enough so people can hear me. Let's see. Hang on. I might be able to record. Test one, two. Test one, two. It's on the on. It's not on a mute. That I know of. I've been coming here for, well, since April, I guess, and I remember one time I was here and you were talking about life plans and first you have to cast off from the safe shore, and that's kind of what I did in coming here because I was going just to a clubhouse a lot and I came here because it's someone's suggestion and the next was move into deeper water and getting involved with people here, this becoming my church family, my second family or third family or whatever the heck it is, it's my family also. And that was because of someone else also. And uh, we have been dating and I fell in love with this church. And in the process of that, I also fell in love with the person that got me to start coming to this church. And I had decided that I wanna spend the rest of my life with this person. <laughs> and uh, I thought there was no better place to do this than to do it here. Mm -hmm. Come here. Come, come on, come on up here. Uh, you're good. You're good. You're good. I love you more than anything. Will you marry me? Congratulations, I think that you're going to be my brother-in-law. Yeah. 
Whoa, anybody else got anything? We got birthdays. We got wedding proposals going on. Oh my goodness. Hey, here's. Yeah, why am I doing that? I'm talking. You want one? This one? This one? There we go. Hey, you, wherever you are, you start where you are, then you use what you have, and then you do what you can. That's it. And so that's what we're going to try to do this year, 2022. Let's do, let's do better this year. J.C. Penney, anybody heard of him? He said, give me a stock clerk with a goal, and I will give you a man who will make history. Give me a man without a goal, and I'll give you a stock clerk. It's time for us to get some goals. John Goddard had 127. He managed to complete 109 of them. They were incredible, incredible goals. They were specific goals. If you want to be held accountable, if you want accountability in your life, then you need to start bringing specific numbers into whatever area that you're wanting to dominate. <laughs> and so I'm inviting you to uh, keep stacking numbers with me, to come up with goals, to uh, write it down and be specific. Start where you are, use what you have, and you do what you can. Habakkuk, Habakkuk, we don't go there very often. Habakkuk chapter 2 says, Then the Lord replied, Write down the revelation and make it plain on tablets so that a herald may run with it. A herald, an angel may run with it. Do you want an angel to be able to grab your dreams, your desires, your goals for 2022 and be able to run with that? If you want an angel, a herald, to be able to do that, it says, write down the revelation. Revelation is just the idea, the goal. What's my goal for 2022? How do I do something different? Is it get in shape? That's not a goal. You've got to bring numbers in. Lose 27 pounds by this date. Put numbers on it. Put numbers on anything that you're wanting to do, and we'll, we'll see where it goes. God, I love you guys so much, and I'm excited to be able to do this with you this year. Um, go get your children so that our volunteers don't kill me. <laughs> Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for this new year. Thank you for marriage proposals, and thank you that she said yes. And thank you for new possibilities. God, we, we praise you, and, and we just want to see more. Come, Holy Spirit. Increase in 2022. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you guys. For more information about Vineyard Westside, please visit vineyardwestside.com.